Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Hello and good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Ron and I will be your host as we share our thoughts on the final episode of Season 3, Star Trek Picard. If you haven't watched the show, save this episode for later and please come back. There will be spoilers. Podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by various geeks from the Temple of Geek team, covering all things to our turning listeners. Again, thank you for tuning in. Joining with me today, as you've seen in the last two podcasts that we've done, is Sergio. Say hi, Sergio. Hello. Good morning, everyone. And in the yellow engineering uniform is Jay. Hey, everybody. And of course, joining with me at his Airbnb, doing some work out there, Daniel. So does this make us the guest geeks? You are definitely, you know what? You are definitely Temple of Geek family. It's gone beyond geeks. You know, you, we've had these discussions in the last, for the last Third two times podcasts. The term. So you guys are now considered family. I mean, we're talking about the last se- last episode of this season. So you guys are considered family. So we are in this last episode of the final season and the end of the series to Star Trek Picard. Let's go. Initial initial feelings. What I mean, this is this is it. In, in, initial feelings. I want to say this. I'm still in a high like in a in a euphoria after this show. And I compare this, like there's a, maybe a few times in my life I can remember feeling this way, you know, back when I'm, and I'm, I know this will, this, not everyone will agree with this, but you know, when the Star Wars prequels were coming out and Revenge, Revenge of the Sith came out, I loved that movie. And that just was such a satisfying experience for me as a fan. When the season two of The Mandalorian ended and we saw Luke Skywalker come back, I was in this sort of a feeling for days. And for me, this is that same feeling. I don't think I've had this feeling from Star Trek. Maybe in my lifetime, like I did see Star Trek six when I was six years old and certainly I I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really able to process things emotionally the way I can now. And so I really don't think I've had this level of satisfaction, this level of happiness, this joy that I'm going to get to revisit this series and, you know, in conjunction with the other Star Trek that I love, I can watch First Contact, I can watch Insurrection, and then I can watch this. And that just has made me feel so happy. And I want to say thank you to Terry Metalis and everybody who worked on this show, who, who bled and sweat to make this happen, because this is a treasure and a gift that cannot have a price or value put on it. Here, here. There we go. Here. I wish here, here. I wish we had some I wish we had some drinks, some Picard here, here. need wine to be able to I'll just have my water bottle. We will drink um, a cask of blood wine over Cardassia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw that I mean I some saw sour that, uh, what you left behind yesterday. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jay, please share with us your thoughts, your feelings about you know, this last episode. So so many thoughts and feelings. I can't like I don't know why I'm blanking at the moment. I remember me and you, Ron, we all got into that screening, which is fantastic. And I don't like Sergio came down at, at the end of the screening and we just sat there. <laughs> just like sat there because it's that, that feeling that Daniel is describing, just receiving a gift that you don't deserve. Just like, I don't know what to say. 
And if Terry Metalis was still in the theater, that's probably what would have happened. I just would have just, you know, mouth agape in a way, just feeling feeling like this was a gift that I didn't deserve. And it was it was something that I can bookend my Star Trek. I, I started, you know, three podcasts ago telling that's that, you know, Star Trek The Next Generation is what raised me into Star Trek and got me interested in even not not only the Star Trek fan- franchise, but sci-fi in general. And, you know, I saw the the series finale, just like all of you, of Star Trek. And I remember watching that as a kid and going, there's got to be more, <laughs> you know, as a kid. And I, 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 wa- I watched, I've, you know, I watched it several times as an adult and knowing how beautiful that ending is. But as a kid thinking, Hey, these, you know, what's, what's going to happen next, you know, and then there's a movie coming, but that was, that was the bookend for me as a kid for Star Trek, the next generation. But then to have this, you know, 10 parter movie, basically, you know, kind of fix the issues with the movies themselves. And even with season one and season two of Picard and just bring it into this lovely package and give us what we wanted to see forever the D back in action to give us data back because that was such a downer at the end of, of nemesis to give us real data back was just beautiful. So same, same sentiment as Daniel, like really wanting to thank all the people that worked on this show. I don't, I don't even know if they understood the impact that this season would create in all of us. I just finished watching the ready room. The, the last episode of The Ready Room. And you can even get the sense that even Terry Metalis didn't grasp the entire like impact this would have. And so, well done. I really enjoyed it. I'll get into more details, but thanks for letting me just like spew everything I was feeling and experiencing right now. So, oh, it's good. Jay, you're almost about to cry, almost about to make me cry. Sergio, go ahead, take it, take it away. Yeah, I agree with everything that was said before. I mean, it's, it was a emotional joy, right? I tweeted about this a couple of weeks ago saying that uh, I would love to have the ability to travel back in time and say to my teenager self, hey, everything's going to be all right because our space family is still around. And that's how I feel. I mean, these guys were... <sighs> were my friends when I was uh, growing up. I mean, uh, they almost raised me. So having them back and in this particular way, for me was more that ever I, I could ever dream of. I mean, it was a, a dream come true. And I, I have the opportunity to say, to Terry Matalas because he was around uh, prior to the to the screening of, of the of the finale, and I say him thank you for this love letter to TNG, and he he had no words to to reply to my thank because he's truly overwhelmed, but all the love and how grateful we are for this season. So for me. This particular season was more than, than that, more than a love letter. It was the last opportunity I had to see my family, my friends, the guys who, quote-unquote, saved my life. 
back together. So again, Terry, thank you. Thank you to all the cast and crew. Thank you to, especially thank you to Dave Blas and Liz for bringing back that beautiful, beautiful bridge of the D. That was a work of art and love. So thank you. Thank you all for that. Oh. There's, a, there's a list of producers in the history of Star Trek that have revitalized Star Trek, right? You have Nicholas Meyer with The Wrath of Khan. You have Michael Piller in the third season of Next Gen, right? Mm-hmm. You have Manny Cotto on Enterprise in the third and fourth season. You, you know what? I'll even say Iris Stephen Bear when he came to Deep Space Nine, right? Because he wasn't there at the beginning. Yeah. And now I think you have Terry Metalis. Oh, absolutely. He, he's in that pantheon of producers. And I love what you said, how he didn't have the words because he probably just like, he went in there and he did his job. And he's like, I'm going to tell the best Star Trek I know how to do. And didn't even realize like how good it would be and how well it would work. I mean, even I, I read interviews with him and like, a lot of so many decisions are like, you know, we did what we had to do. We had no time. We had no money. We shot this real quick. We just did, you know, you're moving that fast. You're literally just like instinct and making decisions and, you know, just rolling through and hoping it all kind of comes together. And it's like, this is a testament to how good those instincts are and how every choice was the right one. And that is so hard to do for anyone. And it's, it's so damn impressive that it's, it's, it's incredible. I think it's a testament to how big of a fan he is, you know, yes. and just like that's that's been evident. Yeah. Pull this off with it's almost like muscle memory. So yeah. you know, like he was talking in the in the ready room about that last scene around the the poker table, which kind of mimics what happens at you know this, this, the the series finale TNG. And um, he he's just said he goes, I just let the camera roll for forty five minutes. We didn't even stop it. Just like yeah. that kind of like, I'm going to do this because this is so iconic. I want to capture it all. We're going to use a part of it and then we're going to archive that footage and maybe even put it in the, you know, the Blu-ray because I'm sure people will love to see that stuff. So just like that kind yeah. of, that oh, kind of you, like thing. I'd love you to have to remember. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You guys have to remember that this guy, I mean, Terry, he started as a PA like yep. eight, ages ago in Voyager, yeah. I, I, delivering uh, scripts to the makeup room, I think yeah. Jerry yeah, and Ryan so the mentioned. They're everything. friends, yeah. They've yeah. been friends for mm-hmm. 20 years. So when, when you said that, I mean, the, that the guy loves Star Trek, it's it's true. He's truly a fan. He's, just, he's a part of, of the family. And now, as Daniel said, he joined the pantheon of Star Trek uh, gods, let's say. <laughs> legends, at least, perhaps. Not legends, legends, thank you. Legends, legends, yes. Let's not define yes, them yet. Let's not get, let it go to No, 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 because, because we need <laughs> legacy for that. Do, we need legacy. Well, remember, Sergio, when we were, uh, we, were, we were chatting back and forth on Instagram and we were talking about the, the Strange New Worlds trailer and... Um, I'm like, yeah, they got, I think I put, yeah, they got the, the Klingons right. And then I think it was, was it Daniel that you put in, you know, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. This is before the original series. So they didn't have the ridges yet. And I'm like, oh, you're right. And then I'm like, 
we need some, we always need someone in the writer's room, like either Danny or Sergio, who are historians for Trek. So I think about that. And I think about Terry Metalis being the help, you know, the person that is, you know, running the show here is a historian. So whatever you see this season is like true to accurate. Like he already thought of these things. These are like muscle memory. He could, you know, he could be one of us in this podcast talking about stuff, you know. Well, because we're on a podcast and I know the fans are listening, I do want to say I, I, we are all aware that in Enterprise, it was established that there are Klingons both with and without ridges That's right. yeah. in the 23rd century. <laughs> so don't don't tweet yeah. us this. We know. Um, the other thing I, I, I will say to, is, They'll have to explain. They'll have to explain. Well, but yeah. if you get a chance, no. if you're listening, go watch Terry's episode of Enterprise that he wrote called Impulse. It's in the third season. Impulse. Um, I believe mm-hmm. it's his only credited script on, on the show, which kind of makes sense because he was working for Brandon Braga at the time. But it's an yeah. excellent episode. If you've never seen Enterprise, great, great episode to get your feet wet. And I think you can mm-hmm. see even then some of the style and some of the seeds of, of oh, what cool. Terry was going to do. With yeah. Well, here, yeah. My, here, my, my initial impression of, of this finale is something where you go into a thing you just love so much that you 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 didn't work on the show but you felt like you've known these characters this cast for so long and seeing them again in this whole entire series the worry is that you won't really want to stick the landing you really wanted everything to come together and work and cohesively and, and, and seamlessly where all and anything that was left open could be uh, tied up at the end. And even though, you know, before we go into the details about it, about how they left it open, um, you know, I did say at the top of the show, you know, there might be spoilers. So, um you you you've gotten so emotional and, and you guys have made it emotional to the point where I've I've almost uh started to break down here on the podcast. Um that 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 this is as you said, Sergio, this is the family that we grew up on. Jay, you said that this is you know, as a as a child, this is the thing that you embraced. And, and Daniel, you're so right in addressing that uh, so much of what Terry Metalis, the showrunner um, behind the series, was really it was was basically the captain of ten episodes uh, of of a, and I can't even call them episodes, but it would I mean rightfully so they are, but this is that ten hour movie that we deserve and the closing two episodes with Vox and now The Last Generation. Um, it, it's hard to put into words because it, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you eat that full meal and it was just probably one of the best meals you've had. Everything was just perfect, cooked right, seasoned well, and this was it for me. And I talk, I relate to that in food because I just love food, hey. Um, and I just want to, I just want to let uh, people who are listening to this won't, People who are listening to this podcast won't see it, um, but when it's up on when our podcast is up on YouTube, I just want to show everybody about how much I've loved Star Trek 
for such a long time, and I want to tell, and I, and I think this has been um, evident to some people who follow me, and some people I've told this to about how much love I've had for this entire family and for this entire show of Picard for a long time. So it's up on my Instagram. I've shared it on my Instagram, but I just want to show to everybody here. This is a picture of me at about maybe, I think I was, I know it's hard because of the lighting, but that's a picture of me, seventh, about seventh or eighth grade. Nice. Me dressed up in the red nice. uniform. Love it. Little, yeah. Little, yeah. Love Beautiful. It. Beautiful. There you Beautiful. go. I'm probably about the Love same it. For those of you who haven't met me in person, I'm probably about the I'm probably about the same height, you know. But um, that just goes to show how much this show has meant to me, and that this last episode has just really, really gotten to me. Um, you know, we all went we all went to the special fan screening there at the Grove. Yeah. And we were, and for those uh, fortunate enough to attend, um, you know, the, the final episode was introduced by Terry Metalis, Ashley Sharp Chestnut, and our beloved uh, Hate to Love, Love to Hate, Captain Shaw. Great send off for him. Um, and it was just being there with the fans, as, as I'm a Marvel fan, being there with the fans and being able to share in the excitement was truly the experience that I think we truly deserved. Um, I hope I hope that at some point Paramount can do this again uh, for fans and just open up as a global global release for fans to watch mm-hmm. it. I don't know how much money that's going to take from Paramount and CBS. It looked great on IMAX. But as far oh, so good. Yeah, it looked so good. good. The set, it was so good. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, I really hope that fans worldwide will get to experience that because I think, I think it's fair enough that we all get to share in unison. You hear that, Paramount? All Star Trek fans feel <laughs> about this last episode because I know it means so much to people. Uh, for 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 the next generation family to see it all as well as the new generation of fans that this might appeal to uh so i really hope that the story continues in star trek legacy i hope we do get to see some more appearances of uh, our beloved tng cast um you know Mm -hmm. uh, sir patrick stewart said he might have some left in him we'll see about that but as far as the rest um you know, I would just love to see everybody return there. It it definitely leaves it open for for so many things. Um, but do, yeah, do we want to jump to address the ending. I don't, I don't know if yeah. we're trying to keep it in order, but yeah, be- I, I will say that setup. You know, they've been to talk about legacy and all this stuff for weeks. You know, this whole season, and and I think the way they ended is not perhaps what people might have imagined. You know when they thought mm-hmm. about that early season, but I will say, I thought it was amazing. Really, it, it's, it sets up exactly. I think a fantastic show. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'll just say it. I think that making Seven of Nine the captain of the Enterprise is awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. I I was completely happy, satisfied, approving of sort of where all those pieces landed 
uh, with the ship, and the name of the ship, the crew, the captain, the first officer, the, everything. And that again, it's so hard. I'm so used yeah. to being like, oh, well, this doesn't work and that doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, no, no, I'm good. It's all good. Just just do that. Yes. Out into space. Satisfying. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everything fall, fall in the I mean, everything falls in the right place. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is just one thing that um, I'm worried about: legacy itself. <clears throat> and this here's the problem: if they hadn't changed the name of the of the Titan to the Enterprise, I would say, okay, this thing is gonna happen like in month or maybe in in a year. But having the ship re-Christian as the Enterprise creates a problem because we already have a show with the Enterprise, which is Strange New Worlds. And then maybe, maybe there is a movie somewhere in development uh, with the Enterprise. So we probably are crowding the market with too many Enterprises. But I don't know. I don't know. That's an idea. I mean, that's, I'm not, that's I don't, a thought. I'm not, I'm not concerned. And I think that that's, there are reasons why the show might not happen and there are business reasons and there's industry reasons of course yeah I, I don't think that issue because again you can you can do a lot with scheduling and it's clearly a different cast and there's you know we've Time had multiple shows of on and, yeah. and that has not been seen as a conflict so i actually think it's it's even cleaner because enterprise is so associated with star trek in the culture you know, that it, it might yeah. even be less confusing for a general audience to be like, oh, I get it. This is the Enterprise later and this is the inter different Enterprise. And OK, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch yeah. Star Trek. I get it. You know, and there's been so many Star Treks and so many Enterprises. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, I just I don't I'm not too concerned about that. Yeah, now, the only, I mean, I, I'm dying to to hear Jerry Ryan saying these words. No, oh, I'm dying. Oh, I mean, I'm dying to, we've never to never had saying women voiceover. The final yeah. frontier. We have never These had are the voyages of the have Starship. Have we had a woman voiceover? Have we no. had a woman voiceover? No, no, because no. 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 Jane Wade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold no. on, hold on. Yes, yes, we do. We do. But on the JJ uh, movies, uh, by the end, Soy Saldana. Says a, I mean, a portion of it. A portion says, of it. Right. Just, just a portion, right. a portion, a suhura. Yes. Because the whole, the whole crew, the whole crew says it. You're right. Um, says, but says not, yeah. not, but like not, in its not, not in its entirety. Not in its entirety. No, no, not as an opener to a show. The iconic opener to a show, like in Strange New Worlds, the original yeah. series, yeah. the Next Generation. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That would be that really, would be awesome. That would be really cool. That would be. It would be the first time that we have we have a a female captain of the enterprise as the stars of the show because we all yeah. we had Rachel Garrett as a captain of the B right was the first female captain of the enterprise right but and now how, how great to have, have this opportunity with history it's yeah. not just a new oh. character, you know, but oh, we have yeah. a character that people History. know, they've known for decades, there was a whole other show, people there's just yeah. fans. It's it's they've never done that before. We've never they've never no. done a Star Trek show with the captain of the Enterprise that was a character you knew from something, mm -hmm. right? And that's oh, yeah, I think yeah. an inspired inspired idea. And they definitely this season, and it was a great season on it for what it was, but if you think about it in terms of the spin-off, it's such a great prequel right it's yes. like the origin story 
of mm-hmm. that ship yeah. and that crew. And that's, it's incredible. Yeah. So, and the good thing, the good thing, yes. uh, uh, about, I mean, about that is we not only have, uh, I mean, the background story of the, of the main character, but we also have the, the background story of many of the bridge crew. Yeah. That, for example, on Discovery, we know <laughs> yeah. nothing about about the, the bridge crew. Yeah, exactly. And that, was, gonna, if, and that if, was a disappointment. If, but, yeah. yeah, but if, if they produced Legacy, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. that show is, 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 is going to happen. The, the wonderful we are, we are, line of captains of Enterprise. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we are already okay. have the background story for, for, I mean, for not only the captain, the number one, the special counselor to the captain, yeah, but also the pilot and uh, them all. The, you can have the, stories the, for yeah. all of them, yeah. yeah, for all of them, yeah, absolutely. So, so guys, what what did you uh, let's let's talk more about the episode? So, uh, let me start with Sergio this time around. What were your what has been your standout moments from this episode of Picard? Well. There were many, there were many, but um, what struck me really, really, really hard was uh, the whole scene uh, where Picard said, I have to be a father now. Oh, and, and I understand he, go, he, goes, he goes to rescue uh, Jack slash Box. Uh, that, that, I mean, the moment when when he fired uh, that phaser to uh, to, to the, the war queen, and then he shot the, the war queen in in rage. When she, when she said, oh, "I'm I'm his mother," no, you're not. And he fired the phaser with all that rage and that hatred. That's oh, such a good scene. Yes. Yes, and that's. That's him being a real father for the first time. Because there is nothing that makes you as a father so powerless that being unable to help your, your son, I mean, to see your son suffering and, and that you can do nothing about it. The only thing that you are left with is rage, 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 and nothing more. So that he he poured that rage into into that face and fire. That was amazing. Then, and then the whole interaction with with Jack was mind blowing. Inside the collective, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that was that. I mean, that brought me into tears badly. But then I had to say something that was uh, like a standout moment for me. Uh, it's, it's time that we buried that uh, joke about Troy piloting this, the Enterprise. Because she jumped into that uh, um, composition and, and then she piloted the ship like a master. Because she put that almost like a drift movement with the ship and put it on top of, of that uh, Unimatrix space and they beam out uh, all the, the, the crew. Star Trek and, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she saved the day. 
on, on that particular moment. And for me, it was like, okay. I have, I have something Troy, to say. Troy, Troy can fly. Say about that scene. I have something to yeah, say about that scene uh, later, but I wanted to get everybody else's feedback. Um, Daniel, what has been your yeah. standout well, moments from the episode? What stuck out to you? That shot, which I've seen Terry talk about at the Enterprise saving the day, when it was happening and we're in the theater and it's this giant IMAX screen, I, and I was late and I was, I was both tired and emotional. And so the, that whole experience for me has this sort of dreamlike haze to it, right? And that shot, I was watching it and I was like, I almost couldn't believe it was happening. It was this surreal moment of like, oh my God, you know, and I, I read Terry was like, you know, he's directing, right? And he's like, I don't know that we can do this shot, you know? And they're like, the best the effects. I say, no, we can do it. You know, and you know, like any good director, I think, directors, I think they don't I, trust the effects I think guys, you know? I read the same article. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we did. I think we read um, the same article. <laughs> so that was amazing. But I do want to speak to, first off, episode was fantastic. And, and I'm not going to have time to give all of my thoughts on it. But that scene in the collective, when Picard goes in, and he says to uh, Jack, that euphoria you're feeling is not real, or something along those lines. But I've been thinking about that scene a lot because it, it retroactively illuminates something about Picard's experience with the Borg. You know, for all these years and at all the scenes, you know, we know it was horrific and, and he sort of expresses that and there's all these ideas of losing control and all these things. In episode nine, he had that great line that I also mentioned when he says to Jack, you know, you don't, she almost, she, or they made me nearly kill everyone I knew and you don't know what she can make you do, right? And that was a chilling line. And this episode almost, it's like it explains, he felt great when he was doing it. And the danger of the Borg is how good you feel while you're doing these horrific things. And that I, I feel like is a new wrinkle that yeah. we've never seen. I always imagine Picard is inside Locutus upset and screaming like, yeah. stop, stop, stop. Yeah. I never really yeah. occurred to me that he might've been feeling euphoria while he's killing all these people at the battle of Wolf 359. And that is what he fears. That is yeah. why he shot that guy in first contact. Because that feeling was so hard, memory was so horrible, that and he knows what this guy point. will feel like, yeah. like that, and he could kill everyone, and it recontextualizes the entire Borg story. It does. That's really a very good point, Daniel. Beautiful way, and and I think is a, a warning. It, it, it brings it back to that Star Trek, that morality tale, right? Mm-hmm. Of people who do evil and do wicked things. What do they feel? What is that experience like? Can you make that wrong choice? Can you be led down the wrong path, right? And that just has stuck with me since that moment. And I think now when I watch anything having to do with the Borg, and I will say this about the finale, no matter what you're watching, an episode of Next Gen, an episode with the Borg, this episode will color that in a beautiful way. And every Data episode you will ever watch, you will know now, Data did get to be human. Yes. Data made it. Yes. 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 What a great ending. What a great 
You know, you can watch Encounter at Farpoint now and be yeah. like, he's going to do it. He will evolve and he will be something close to human and he will get to experience all these things that he doesn't understand. And how rich is that going to be? You're going to get to see, you know, Riker and Troy and see oh, I know where they go. You know, I know they're going to reach this place of, of love and unity. I know Worf will reach a place of balance and acceptance. Like all these things that you didn't get from Nemesis, that you didn't get from Beep Space Nine, that, that, that ending you would not have had. And now you have it. And it's this wonderful bookmark. What boldness that he chose, meaning Terry, I'm not going to kill somebody. I'm not going to give it this poignant ending. I'm going to give everybody the happy ending, but I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to earn it. I'm yes. going to spend yes. 10 episodes earning the happy ending for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And you can now put Absolutely. it on the shelf and you can have Encounter at Farpoint. You can have Last Generation. You can put it on your shelf. You can revisit it. You can do whatever you want, but it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to your point, Daniel, about, about the collective and uh, the euphoria, uh, I, if I were to make an, an analogy, I mean, a comparison or an analogy with something that is related to that, I would say it is drugs. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the board are, are like a drug. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's the thing that I, I was hearing you and saying, okay, this is something that is like this and it's drugs, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. They can make you do things that we, you will never do. Uh, they change your... Uh, perception of, of reality it yeah absolutely yeah jay uh, beautiful jay share your uh standout moments and uh what they've meant to you i'm just kind of reeling over what daniel was saying about how and i mean i i i have got this as a when i said bookend to the tng series that he tied up a lot of loose ends and a lot of things that you know, and I had that like a surface understanding of that. That feeling was there. But when Danny, Danny was talking about, um, you know, that scene, it, it's always stuck with me. I love, I loved first contact, but that scene, and I've heard people like uh, YouTube uh, reviewers talk about that scene where he seemingly heartlessly shoots that, um, that, that that person that actually reaches out for help, right? You remember that scene as they're trying to get into uh, one of the Jeffrey's tubes or something, and he just point black shoots him. And now to think that that actually was like, I mean, yes, the idea was it's mercy, but really it is because you know being pulled into this world of uh, euphoria, just like having this, like where the board queen is just totally using you. And you're feeling happy about it, and then just then to see his, you know, to see his son um, go through that. Wow. Um, anyway, I, I one of the things that really stuck with me was, you know, Picard, you know, assimilating himself so that he can, mm. you know, he's tried everything. I'm gonna pull everything out. I'm gonna shoot the Borg Queen, and I'm. Like the only way is to get in there and connect with my son. And um, when he's in there, in this in this limbo, in this place, and um, you know, not only to Sergio's point, the, the his um, his 
you know, saying the words, I need, I'm going to be a father now, right? He puts that into action inside this place where he, he um, finally becomes that father. Finally, you know, where, you know, where, um, where Jack says in episode nine, you know, you don't have the protocols to being a father. Here's the protocols to being a father. He's in there. He's talking to him. He says, um, oh God. <laughs> when I think about that moment where he says, Picard says, you changed my life. Oh, that, that like beyond the enterprise D appearing, that was super emotional, but that scene, that's, that is beautiful. And, um, the, 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 the thing just, is, sorry, Jay, I'm jumping in, but the, the thing is, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That, that is yeah. real. That's a, a son, the father protocol. A son changed your life. Yeah. That's, that's, that moment really struck me because it's real. Yeah. The second, the second that your, your son or your daughter is birthed and they put it in your, in your hands mm. and you look at him or her and you're, I mean, speechless, powerless, not knowing what to do, but you know that for, from that second on, yeah. Your your life your life has been changed forever. I think I think that's like, like beautiful because also Picard has been known to be the you know the the oratorical genius. Like he has speeches, you know, yeah. and his best speech was those four words to me: "You changed my life." Because it's like beyond the bravado and the fanfare and all that stuff, and it is him being real with his son, and you know it was done in such a way that like really the, the whole gist of it is that love saved the universe. And it sounds like cheesy, but that like they did it so well that that's what it did. It literally saved the universe. Um, Jack realizes what's going on. He, he come, they come out of the limbo and you know, we know what happens after that. And that's just fantastic. So my favorite scene, absolute favorite scene. Well, he accepts the connection of yeah. his father, which is something he's been fighting against for the whole time. For longest. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And he expresses his loneliness and, and he, he's drawn into the Borg queen, which is to your point about the drugs, the analogy, right? Where, where do people mm -hmm. seek this connection sometimes from the wrong things or dangerous things, harmful things. Yeah. And he accepts the outreach of his father and the, and the bonds of family mm -hmm. is what makes them strong and allows them to resist right and to escape and the whole day is saved because this this next generation family kind of came together right it's always yeah. it's always yeah. resistance is futile unless you have love it's always been that <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's, absolutely. that's that's part of and i think that's i think that was a beautiful note to touch on and that is probably i have an idea about the overlying theme of the entire season which I will, I will have to put my thoughts together and put it in a write-up, which is a theme that I, I don't want to say it yet, uh, which is a theme that I think has been carried over not, not, um, from not only the Next Generation series, but also from this entire season, uh, which has become more, um, uh, more prevalent in, the, in this season. But um, when you touch upon the fact that li literally what it came down to was family and love, and what encompasses love to be able to save the universe 
um, you have you have that aspect of family, of sacrifice, um, which is an aspect of love, of being able to go out there and risk everything that you have in order to save the one that you save the thing that you care about most. But even even its most basic premise of understanding that the Borg, when you become a part of that collective, you are a drone. You are thinking like everybody else. You are programmed in some way and you lose your you lose your own humanity because you have no ability to think for yourself. And I think that, you know, with this whole entire episode, that everybody fighting to regain back that humanity from somebody knowing that you've lost it before through the cutest and and in in a person of such high regard in that leadership um you see that in a in somebody who is younger which i thought was a great aspect so what kind of message does that say in regards to the younger generation um, to be able to speak for yourself, to be able to free your, free yourself in that mindset of thinking, being able to think like everybody else, but you have a, but allow yourself to be loved and have a voice of, and, and embrace yourself and be, and have a voice of your own. And I think in that aspect, what came out of that was so beautifully done, um, for, for, Ed Spillier's tour and Patrick Stewart, that chemistry in that scene just works so well, so deep. And I, I've never seen Patrick Stewart since, you know, he, one of, he, he said before that his role in The Inner Light was probably one of the toughest roles he's ever had to do in his career. And now when it's come to this, I, I can only imagine, you know, I would love to be able to you know, ask him in person the comparison of how he's been able to play this role at in this episode versus his role in Inner Light, how they would compare in, in difficulties of being able to act in that way because you carry yourself in, in a different way um, at this episode. But, you know, I know we've shared our emotions and, 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 and our thoughts about that. Uh, but, you know, just going back to my own question about the standouts, um, I love that everybody, all the main cast of this episode got their hero moment. Everybody yes. got their hero yes, moment. Definitely. And yes. it was one of the best ways to see that. I mean, um, you've got <laughs> you've got data doing like, you know, they shut down the whole trope. He's every everybody shut him down about well, probably the probability of this. He's like, no f probability. Let me fly the <laughs> hell out of this ship and eliminate all, yeah. eliminate all you guys have ever said about me. You know, my probabilities. Let me fly the hell out of the ship because he wanted yeah. revenge on the Borg for what they did. Oh to yes. Him. He was dying to do that. He I mean, was, he was he so was, like, let, come on, let me in the team. He, you know, the way team, Picard, Worf, and Riker, um, uh, as the final as the final away team that was sent. Um, the, the threesome, you mean? The threesome, the threesome? yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it right. 
and me <laughs> makes that was that up. was hilarious. And Raik is saying, "Are you ever hearing something?" I want to say something about that moment because that, that was, was a great moment. Yeah. And and I love what they did in the writing where they had all the characters, Picard, Riker. They had them act like this was yes. like they were going to their death, yeah. not because they were in the story. But because it makes sense for the characters to think so, yes, and that absolutely. heightened the drama, right? Like it's like, no, we're we're, do, we're about to do something crazy, so let's yeah. all say goodbye. Let's say goodbye. Are you, I mean, how many movies do you see you. that in? Like you never see that, yeah. and like it's probably happened in every movie, in you know, an action movie, whatever. Like people are going to go do something that seems absurd and dangerous, right? They should be doing that in every Fast and Furious movie. Like they should just be right. like, we're going to say our final goodbyes because who knows how this is going to go. Who knows? But yeah. they don't. And so it was such a brilliant and special moment. And I love that Picard gives that little, it's been an honor serving with you and then Riker and, oh, and, and all then, that. And then, and then Gates McFadden or, you know, like Crusher does not look at him yes. when that happens. Yes. Just, she's she just she's staring at, at the screen. Yeah, yeah. she's staring That's, at the screen and not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, that particular moment when Picard turns and says to everybody, it has been an honor serving with you. So... Mind the blown. second time watching Mind this blown. around, I mean, because the first time I was stricken with anxiety inside that theater, because I was like, they're saying goodbyes. This is so real. I don't, you know, I don't know if Daniel's theory is going to come true, which means I'm going to have to, you know, have a drink after this. Me and Ron are going to just find some bar to just cry. I just, I just don't know. So, I mean, but then watch, you know, knowing that it was the ending and they chose to do this, I'm just watching it again was, it just, it brought me tears because I knew it was going to be a happy ending. But at the same time, how one, like, well, that, Jay. You know, <laughs> I started feeling a little safe because I thought, wait a minute, Picard's going on the away mission. I'm like, <laughs> he's going to die he's on the bridge. So maybe right. actually oh, yeah, we're, we're more safe. I was yeah, like, yeah, I took a little comfort in that. Was, mm -hmm. He has to die on the bridge of the ship. You're right. That's right. You said that. Yes, 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 yes. But he was saying the whole, it was an honor serving with you. So I, I was kind of like. Well, oh, my no. theory was this, but but they are setting me up here. They're getting yep. they're preparing me, so maybe yeah. he is going to die on this mission. You know? Yeah, but that that whole that whole <laughs> setup it's a testament to to Terry's uh, writing because we were all so into that. We were all, I mean, ab we were like absorbed inside that nar uh, narrative bubble, if you want to to, to call it that way that uh, we were not thinking, oh, yeah, it's Picard, it's going to be safe, whatever. I mean, we have an episode next. No. We, are, we already know that this is the end. So the possibility of him, or maybe all of them, dying on the Borg cube was there. Yeah. So we were like on, 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 the, on the edge of our seat waiting to see what what may happen or not and i was in tears from that moment on so i i have to rewatch it if i rewatch the episode to see oh. all the details because my eyes were i mean is, in tears so and it's a beautiful three-act <laughs> structure because he repeats something he did that i loved at the beginning of the season in the first four episodes when they're in the nebula they it's like all is lost 
and and they and they think they're going to die in Rikers like we have an hour you know and and there's this great drama they build from this where we're at the, the apocalypse, but it's this personal level, right? It's the, the one ship, you know, they're going to, they're, they're at danger of dying, but it's certainly no one else would know. And then the sad part is like, well, will people even know what happened to us? You know, now in the finale, act three, it's the Federation, it's the galaxy and the Borg have essentially taken over. Right. And they are the last generation. They're the last generation of humans. And yeah. they, it, it's the total apocalypse all is completely lost. And if they die, it's the end. Yeah, and yeah. and if, to your point, it's like, even though you, the back of your head, you're probably like, well, somehow they're going to save the day. I mean, I don't know how. Yeah. It's, it, it's <laughs> so great and it's so exciting and you're so into it and it feels, mm-hmm. it feels so logical and it feels like it's sensible. And it's like, yeah, this, organic. Is, this is what would happen. It, it, yeah. it, it, yeah. is, it is organic. Yeah. And it, what it, a great it, villain plan too. Right. Like, you know, in all these no. movies we watch on movies, it's like it's always the thing. It's like, no, no, this this plan that the Borg have laid, it's it's a trap. It's sprung. Perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it makes sense that Picard and crew with this old ship that the Borg didn't know existed and it was not on the network, you know, could thwart it. It doesn't undermine the genius of the Borg, but they yeah. were not prepared. They were not expecting. They were not prepared this. for that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 They I would, I would love right. to. to- yeah, I would like to go back to the beginning of the episode. Let's talk about that. I mean, that cameo. Oh, 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 Walter Koenig. oh come on. Oh, Walter Koenig coming back. No, I was going to address that. That's one of the best moments, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, it was shocking. Not only, it was yeah. shocking, absolutely. But and not only we we have, I mean, this Star Trek legend back as the son of a legend, but also, there is this little homage to An- Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, really well done. Anton really Chekhov. Well done. Just the name, Anton Chekhov. And, yes. Okay. And if you, if you, for, for, our, for our listeners, if you are watching again the episode, pay attention to all the, the little Easter eggs that are on screen at that particular moment. Those things are going to blow your mind away. Yes. I, yeah, I definitely want to look at that closely. And I I, I heard it. I was a little, so overwhelmed. But I know oh, yeah. that it was it was very similar to the president's distress call in Star Trek IV. Four. And yes. I thought that was a great callback, too. So one of those things that in, in a lot of Star yes, Trek, when voice, Earth yeah. is under attack, it's never quite clear how serious it is and what their defenses are and, and all that. And I thought this episode handled all that so well. The having yeah. the space dock being sort of this defense platform, very similar to what we saw in Deep Space Nine, right? You've seen the station, you know, under attack and, and right. combat. Um, and they, they talk about having planetary shields. You're like, oh, that makes sense that they're shields. And so they can. And you, and you, and you, you can see the shields. You, you can, can see, see the shields. Yeah. 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 That's, that's beautiful. So it was, it was great. And, and that callback to like, you know, just thinking about that message going out. And if, you know, here, if you were out there in another planet and you heard that, how horrible like it is the end well, it's it's like it's like it this is, is the this is the nuclear exchange and we're all about mm-hmm. to be gone and if you can hear this get as far away as you can get in a ship and fly because they're going to just spread out and and this is over you know yeah 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 absolutely and there is this one tiny thing that he says that is 
as my father used to say, there's always possibility. That's a callback from Spark. The Wrath of Khan and the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, Kirk says we, we, that we've, definitely, we've definitely had a, a, a lot of callbacks, and then which plays homage to yeah. you know all the previous Trek and just how much how much love and passion that the writers um, you know had on this show. Um, and it's just it's just been quite a ride. I mean, literally, it, it's hard to not stay on topic when you're when you're when you're talking about this <laughs> finale because again, this is there's just so much there's just so much to talk about. Um, but I guess mm-hmm. you know I just wanted to add on to what I was saying earlier. You know, regarding the hero moments, uh, just to kind of give a quick recap on that, we had Beverly just shooting the hell out of out of the ship and probably and probably uh, and probably and i will say this i'm sorry i'm sorry to the other fandom you know what i'm talking about but you know what i'm talking about when i'm about to say it but i think that is the best version of a trench run along with along with along with data uh, navigating through the board cube that whole combination of a trench run was absolutely well done. Um, yes, um, Data pulled the best, the best Lando ever. But he did. It works. Uh, for, it completely works for me because yep. Data is has a neural network that is even more yeah. advanced than his original neural network. So yeah. if you know, if you think about a ship that huge, and people were like, "Well, you know, you didn't have the technology to, to do that kind of maneuverability," but it is possible to move a ship that huge, as long as you have the ability to calculate, you know, opposite opposing reactions. You could have you have the ability to calculate the inertial dampeners. I'm getting nerd talk here, but yeah, all these kinds of things. No, no, no. The first thing you said was real, and then you said inertial dampener, and I'm like, that's not real. Otherwise, they would have been plaster on the walls <laughs> as they were doing yeah, these but, yeah. No, but but here's the, the I mean the, the cool part of, about of the whole scene. Previously, we always have seen the had seen the the, um, the D as a, a really slow ship. Yeah, it's a luxury it was this, liner. This mammoth, this yeah. like, like it's almost like a, a carrier. Uh, aircraft carrier kind of ship. So it's big and it's slow and it's turning. You remember this scene from yeah. Generations where they were escaping uh, the Bird of Prey. It was moving like really slow. And it always bothered me that because it shouldn't be like that. So seeing the, the, the D yeah. flying as, it should, as it should she absolutely should be able to do that because was mind-blowing to say the least. I mean, and yeah. they don't flew that ship flawlessly with not even a tiny little scratch. <laughs> so that was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. No, the, it was a great uh, hero moment for the ship. Great yeah, for moment. sure. Oh, yeah. And he, was, he was enjoying that. He was enjoying that. I remember the theater turning to Ron and just I, and turning to the person on my left who I didn't know and just go, look at her go. Look at her go. Yes. And I was just like, yes. look at her go. Every time it came, man, look at her go. Hold on. That was How about that moment, this laughable moment for Troy is like, 
and I'm sensing joy. <laughs> yeah. I like when he said, you know, he convinces them to go and he's like, no, you got to trust me. And they're like, okay, all right, we'll trust you. And, and he goes, here goes nothing. What do you mean by nothing? What do you mean by nothing? <laughs> wow. Wow. But let's go, let's go back a little bit and uh, uh, let's talk about Seven and Rafi. Trying to save the day, retaking the the Titan and trying to save the day. That was really a good, I mean, a good way to to give both Jerry Ryan and and Michelle Hort their hero moment. I like how they undo the the, um, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, you know, quick teleportation device. They they actually invented it for real. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I, I was I was thinking about about this what, what regarding she, the board. What does she call it? The portable beam me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the yeah. portable yeah. beam me up. Yes, the portable beam me up. That seemed like that seemed that seemed like the writers were just like, what, what are we gonna call this? Like, you know, let's just you know forget it. it's portable beam me up. You know, we'll just leave it at that. We'll go with a name later. That's probably. brilliant. Well, it's a great. It was a great That's, joke, but it's a, yeah. it was a really clever solution to the problem you remember the last couple of weeks i've been saying that seven of nine would have to make a choice and so i was yes. thinking about this episode very closely and I, I i've decided that the choice she had to make was to take the ship into battle putting the crew's live lives at risk because mm-hmm. it was a dangerous thing to do and you remember two episodes ago she was like i don't trade lives and yes. Shaw was kind of mm-hmm. like you know there's there's long-term consequences that you're not yes. thinking about, right? And I think this choice she makes, and you've got that cook who's like afraid, you know, she could have said, oh. we've got the ship, we've got control, let's get out of here, we'll save the yeah. crew, right? But she said, no, we're gonna stay, we're gonna fight, maybe die, right? But this is this is, what we, this is our duty, this is our responsibility. And I think yeah, that's, that's, she earned that captain's chair, you know, in that moment. Yes. She earned oh, yeah. Chair. Oh, she's- oh that, was, that, was the, that was the moment when she became the captain, that was the particular. One. Oh, her mind. And, and I, I will say, I will say something about the cook. He can fly. He can fly. <laughs> he can no, fly. he can fly. Like <laughs> he, he can fly. Like I glad. I would. Lo- I would love to see a ship with his name, because he deserved <laughs> that. <laughs> we don't. Did it? Did it, did we say no? He, we never said. It never said his name. I, I can't even find no. him on the IMDb credits. Yeah, I, I was looking for for, uh, to, uh, for that on on IMDb, and he's not uh, he's not even there. I don't know. Color, I don't know if it was a cameo. What color? It was like a blue. No, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. I couldn't hold on, tell hold the on, color. I couldn't tell the color. No, no, hold on, hold on. This this just this just came from somewhere. That was a callback to the undiscovered country. Yeah. Do you remember that the, the, the guys that was setting the table yeah. were wearing this black, whole black uniform? Oh, yeah. They were un- unlisted. They were uh, like unlisted. Uh, well, they were the ship uh, stewards. Characters. Yeah. The ship stewards. There you yeah. go. So this guy was wearing like a light gray. Okay. Yes, yeah, so almost that's what white. I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. That detail. Blew my mind. You guys have yes, to it just, boom, <laughs> well, and, I, here. and I think 
Picard, I feel like there was an episode where he was it was it an, uh, Starship Mind? Did he pretend to be a cook or maybe he pretended to be the barber? No, I think it was the, the barber. The barber. The okay, barber. The barber. It was yeah. Archer in Enterprise. There's an episode where he pretends right. to be the ship steward. Yes. When yeah. they're yes. kidnapped. So there's they're, this tradition of honoring the yes. chefs and the stewards. It was it was the the Ferengi episode, I think. Well, there was that one, but there was also where he and T'Pol are on Corridan captured. Yes, and she, yes. she's they don't want to admit that he's the captain, yeah. so she's like, yes. yeah, he's, he's the ship steward. You guys have great memory. Yes. I have to like repeat yes. watch so much stuff before because no, the cook was a standout. Stand up. The yes, cook. the cook was, that was a standout. That was yeah, actually that was actually really great to include. I'm I'm just the cook. <laughs> and she, he but made you know, sure, yes. made sure that he told him about the deli too. That was neat. <laughs> oh yeah, my mom's deli. <laughs> so I don't know if I could do this. I'm just handling my mom's deli. I don't know. Perfect yeah. touch. I was lo- I loved it. That almost seems. That just seems so. That just seems so cool. What? Um, but uh, but if you if you think about about uh, how they uh, they dealt with the the assimilated. Um, crew members remember that and on the on the previous episode and this is a, i mean a callback to first contact that we were talking about earlier when picard shoots this this crew member when they the the crew is is being assimilated on the, on on box he shouts phasers and stunts only yes because yeah. he does not want to repeat the same mistake of killing yes. off these these crew members. So for me that was a yeah, redeeming yeah, moment. Another, for him. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah and they, they they clearly you felt like there was this sense that maybe we could save them. Like it's you know, they didn't know what was going on and so they want to figure out a solution yes. before we start killing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is also yeah. a different kind of assimilation than they've ever seen. So there's that. Yes. Now, one thing, one thing throughout the whole entire season that I've been really impressed with, um, and, and this is give, giving huge credit to the uh, design and production team uh, behind Star Trek Picard, but we can go back and talk about, um, you know, once again, a hero scene uh, right after Deanna Troy. I want to, and this is just one that stands out to me. And obviously, you guys will share your moment. The standout scene to me was the Enterprise D flying over that opening of the Borg cube, and then you mm-hmm. see, um, you see Jack and Picard standing right next to each other after Picard had just saved his son, uh, freed his son from the Borg, and that shot was literally three sixty. Yeah. Gorgeous with that Enterprise D just flying right over. I'm just like, I watched the episode again. I'm just like, this it's shot the, the was thing amazing. of scale. It's the scale Beautiful. that is always that's even 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 on generations. You know what? At the end when the uh, the saucer is on on Viridian three and you see the people walking on there, I remember as a kid yeah. just going, "Wow, there's a freaking huge ship!" You know, and to have you know that, that perspective and just go. Yeah, that's a big ass ship. It's here and it's yes. here to rescue the day, and we're getting on that right now. It's just like it was awesome. Yeah, but, but, but she yeah. was tiny. She was tiny oh, compared yeah. to the massive, massive oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Or Q. Oh, she was like, that was, oh, yeah, totally. That scale was even better too. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was, so. What, ooh, the camera moving back on the ship just to show that massive. Wow. Like, yeah. But there's, there's something that I, I after re-watching the episode, there's something that that's in, doesn't feel right. That Q was there. I mean, none of the ship detected well, well, no, no. It, so they the ship arrived in the previous episode. Yes, yes. And then before it's only outside the storm, presumably right now to transmit, right? Like it, it, it was in the storm, and then it kind of okay. exposed itself. Yeah. Because in the previous episode, when it appears, it's not. It's in the storm. You're not. Is he? Yes. Is he so if you remember yes. Riker yes. saying when they discover it in Jupiter. He says they put a transwarp conduit inside of Jupiter. So they could have just still yes. be in the transwarp network before they popped out after oh, everything okay. started happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was, I mean, I mean, I understand that the whole, the whole um, setup for the story, but it, it, it was really surprised. I mean, I surprised that none of the ship, not, well, uh, not the, even the, the, the space other thing to remember, detected. remember yeah. you had the changeling infiltration they mess with oh, the transporters. This point. is a plan. So who's to say that there wasn't changeling officers? Even just just the officers themselves could have been. Oh, there's a Skenser report. Delete. You know, like it's that easy. Yeah. If, if they replace yeah, yeah, everybody absolutely. monitoring the security, then you're in. You know? Yeah, and to to your point, Daniel, uh, remember that by the end, Beverly is, is, is still detecting changes. Yes, which I loved. Great oh, you're right. Yeah, it's like there yes. are still maybe some changelings left. You know, if you do come back, like like that, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. Yeah, if they did it yeah. in Star Trek Six, where they could delete records from like a torpedo bay, according to our database, yes. twice. Yes. twice, twice. Oh my god, that line is so good, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, well, well uh, 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 yes, and to your point on, on on Discovery Country, we first saw that the, that the torpedoes were there, and then they were not there because yeah. Valerie changed that. So, yes, absolutely. You guys, yeah. speaking of Star Trek Six, at the end of Star Trek Six, the side-by-side, -side, and then the end of shot. I saw that oh, shot. I was like, oh, oh, I saw it. oh, yes. It was a pleasure. Yes. He was that, that, uh, that uh, yeah. DiCaprio meme. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. the one from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that one, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know that. I know that. <laughs> well, I love seeing yeah. the ships next to each other, too. You know, this. Yes. Because, you know, you kind of could tell the Titan was a smaller ship. But yeah. it was great to see this, the scale of it. And it was, it was oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what are you. See, I, I have a. I have a thing too about the whole uh, um, the use of of the cloaking device on mm -hmm. on the Titan which ultimately became our enterprise so what are, what are you guys thoughts about the the whole use of the cloaking device because I think I think if there's if there's anything is like you know they didn't want to use the cloaking device after uh, what was it because it was a violation of some accords or some treaty or some. Treaty no, it was, was a, it was a violation of of the Algeron Treaty. Yes, between the diplomat. The diplomat also knows intergalactic knows. law. That's correct. Of course, of course. <laughs> so what? the rules of engagement change when? Well, like no, you have to. I mean. 
that's but There's, the thing I is mean, though how how, I how was, are they able to yeah. use that? how would they be able to justify that and that's one thing i couldn't no. wrap my mind well, the, 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 they don't have to because the cloaking device was destroyed that's right yes <laughs> and, yes. and using the cloaking by the way they used the cloaking device when they were renegades rebelling mm-hmm. from starfleet so arguably it's just another one of their crimes which has been pardoned, which is what Tuvok says, right? Like because yes. of your energy, yeah. you cleared the uh, record. Another, another callback to to Voyager. Yes, another callback to the Voyage Home. Voyager, yeah, Voyage Home. But, but if, Voyage if home. there was ever an issue, if the Klingons, because obviously the Romulus doesn't even exist anymore, but if the Klingons or whoever were like using the cloaking device, they could say, "Well, that was a they were breaking the law. That was a violation, and they were well, punished." There is no Probably treaty between so. the Federation. No, there is no treaty between the Federation and the Klingons forbidden them to to have uh, a cloaking device because right. the Algerian treaty precedes that. But here's the cool part, and I'm gonna I'm gonna full full lawyer on this. The Romulan Empire doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. because it was destroyed by this this Nova. But there is I mean there is a, a quote unquote state that inherit all the treaties. So there is a Romulan out there saying, hey, they, are, they violate our treaty because of continuation of, of states. That's a, a, a international law thing. Uh, so, ah, yeah. No, it, no it, and, they, they, and that's clear in the first season of Picard that there's clearly some sort of a Romulan government yes. in, yep. in exile or, or whatever. You know? uh-huh. in, in, yeah. Well, in if, if, the, you, like, if you play, I mean, if, to yeah. our listening, if someone plays uh, Star Trek Online, there is, uh, I mean, uh, a, a, not a Romulan empire, but there is a Romulan state. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, remember the the, 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 uh, the planet now, but yes, there is. Yeah, but so, that's not canon. Of so, Sujo, we will have to bring we all, we will and, and Jay, you play it as well too, right? So, um, you know, we will have to get some information about Star Trek Online because I know that that's that's a whole di- that's a different universe. Technically, because yes. now we see the Enterprise F. So, uh, you know, the, the, whatever other ships could be brought in. You know, it, it's now that Enterprise basically uh, the F was a gateway to the possibility of either crossing storylines or carrying over storylines, or even including some ships mm-hmm. from that um, from that uh, other universe. Um, but I think you know, with the use of the cloaking device, um, I'm just, uh, just going back to that, and Tuvok finally coming coming back, we see the real Tuvok. Which is yes. great. We see the real Tuvok with his no deceased, with not deceased, not not looking like zombie and changeling anymore. Looking mm-hmm. and, and combining and having that scene with uh, uh, you know a, a very great scene, well done scene with Seven. Seven's obviously best friends with with Tuvok. Um, they said that uh, you know she was the one. She's going to be the one to write the book. So yeah, that I, was that, I, yeah, that I, was Stashwick's. So um, I I I don't know if that would mean maybe because of her tactics, that's why she's being quote unquote court martialed, if we can call it a court martial, for for this uh, for this reason. But if if there if the Federation is now going to be open to using cloaking devices in the future, because you know what if this type of threat comes up again. What are the right circumstances and criteria well, to be but, able to use the cloaking yeah. device? You know? Yeah, but remember that they they don't don't only use the the cloaking device 
to advert the te- the, the fleet uh, formation command. Right. They also right. Uh, overload the the other ships um, sensors or whatever with the prefix. All code. the prefix codes they uploaded right. into the. So yeah. that did that did the trick to not be being, I mean, to the, the Titan not being detected by the, 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 the fleet formation command. The, the cloaking device was like a tactical advantage to fire on all the other ships and to get, get around and not being destroyed by, by the whole fleet. But the, the thing that did the trick was the overload of prefix code. I think, you know, ultimately in the story, the, the, it's about her cleverness, her ingenuity, they yeah. solved the problem and they and they saved the day and everything yeah. was sort of set up. I don't think that there's long term implications for like the Star Trek story either way. I mean, they no. can they can do anything, but it doesn't really yeah. tie them to anything. I did no. like you mentioned Tuvok. You know, I know that there was some talk that people were disappointed it wasn't Janeway, and certainly it, it would have been cool to see Kate Mulgrew in the show. That was the idea, though. Right. That was but the I idea. Think, I think there's a strength and perhaps an unintended strength. Tuvok is more of a peer to Seven on Voyager, right? They That's were why. more yes. like equals and, yeah. and they related as colleagues, not as a superior or, or mentor. So mm-hmm. now with time passing and, and the journeys they've been on, seeing those two friends meet and have that conversation, it's a yeah. different tone than if it was Janeway, where it would be like, Janeway is like, I'm the Admiral and you have now passed my test. Tuvok yeah. is more like, we're we're cool. Yeah. We're friends, and I'm, I've got some good Better news choice. for you. And I yeah, want yeah. we can relate to each other. It's like me coming to one of you guys and being like, "Hey, I got some." I news have the for same you. feeling. Here's your extra I, I, have, I really have the same <laughs> feeling. Daniel. I I did. You know, when he pulled out that um, that hologram device, I I thought for for a second, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna play Kelto." I, I thought that oh, was like oh, the device. Oh, like gonna put it in. Yeah, room. I thought. Yeah, because it's that kind of rapport that they have. Like, yeah, okay, you you, you effed mm-hmm. up and blah blah. You're you're you you know this is unforgivable. But let's play Kelto. <laughs> I was like, that thought that was. Well, it's, it's great that he's a Vulcan, and I I love Russ's performance in that moment because she's all like, I know yeah. you're gonna fire me, I'm gonna quit, and yep, he just I'm gives that first. little Vulcan like bemused look. Like, yeah, this is ir- you know this is interesting because yeah. you don't really have no idea what's going on here. Human. And, and he, he, he already he already knows yeah. that he 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 has the the upper hand on the, the, I mean, the eyebrow on that particular issue. Yeah, yeah, the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. I but, can almost see him like like as he's reacting to like Neelix or something, just like really. Yeah. Here, have I you guys something. have you guys read uh, our dear friend John Orkiola uh, article about? Uh, I mean, it's, it's an interview with with Terry Matalas. It's on a screen rant, and uh, he was talking about all the things that he wanted to do on this particular episode. And one thing to was to have. Um, Janeway, I mean, I, I, playing that part that Team Russ uh, Ultimate played, and uh, for, but for me, I agree with you. Yeah, it felt better with Tubok, not with Janeway. Yeah, yeah, because they are equals. Equals, exactly. Where, mm-hmm. Whereas Janeway was like, okay, I, I'm the Almirant. I'm just yeah, you pass yeah. my test or whatever. And the other cool cool thing that Terry wanted to do. Was bring Harry Kim back? Oh. But yes, and like forever and as a captain. As a captain. 
as a captain. In yeah. my head canon, he was the captain of the Excelsior that got destroyed. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm no. kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I know, no, I know, I know. But they they run they run out of money and out of, of time to do to do all the things. Oh, he also wanted to to bring Raw back. By the way, I saw that. I'm so glad they didn't. No, so yeah, that wouldn't too. have worked. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, so yes. good. No, that was already. Yeah. That was already that sacrifice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think that, yeah. I don't see it happening at the end. I really don't. It takes no. it kind of takes away from the meaning of, of yeah. what she's already been set up. Of her sacrifice. You'll, you'll go yeah. back and watch that episode and be like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I just rewatched. Exactly. I rewatched that episode this week because a friend of mine, we're, he's behind, so I'm watching with him and we're, we're getting caught up. But mm-hmm. we watched that episode, and by the way, he's seen Star Trek, but he hasn't seen all of it, and I don't think he'd ever seen an, an Ensign Row episode. There's only six of them. Right? Oh, it's not, not yeah. hard to miss. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was like, I don't know who this character is. I've never seen her before, but I'm so moved by this, and I'm so like – Wow, like like their whole wow. like, I want to go back. I want to see all these episodes because like this relationship and all the things you're saying. Like I, yeah. I, I, I'm this is incredible. And and then the way she goes out is so great. And it would really undermine that if she mm-hmm. was okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now I'm thinking about other characters that were left out of this whole finale. Where is Larry's? Um, she's moved uh, on. Romulans, Romulans, like a, remember what she said? Meme. They love and then they, yeah, and then they, move, and they move on. They don't get yeah. hung up on these things. For me, she's like with a beer well, the, look, looking at her clothes saying, where the hell is this guy? She's now that show's like, I'll wait for you there or something. It's just like hashtag <laughs> still, Laris is still waiting. He's still waiting. <laughs> there's, there's a... Somebody put up. A, I, I just saw this on cross, one of my feeds on social media. Somebody hashtag justice for Laris. I thought that, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that the, other, was hilarious. the other character, the other, the other character that was never mentioned. Uh, I mean, the Rikers were talking about their boy, that boy that died. Oh, and uh, Kestra. Where's Kestra? Of, of, okay. Where's Kestra? Where's Kestra? And we know that she's she's an. Uh, I mean, I already admitted at the, at the academy, but. Yeah, was Kestra there? They never there? mentioned, they never mentioned her. When the, when the, when the uh, no, uh, actually. Was she I, at, she, she, she was at the Academy, Academy, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, that, but that's but not she, canon. That's part of what they were talking about in the. Was she, uh, assimi- was she assimilated? Uh, was she, uh, is yeah, yeah, she okay? Happened? We don't know. When, when the changeling came as Riker to their house. There was supposed yeah. to be a line, but they didn't put it in where um, they would have said, aren't you glad, you know, Kestra is in Starfleet Academy or something like that. But it yeah. wouldn't have worked because it's like, really, who says that? Like, we both know she's in the Starfleet Academy. We don't know that. And then, yeah. honestly, yeah. we'd be worried about her in yeah, the final Yeah, we'd totally battle. be worried about her. Yep. So it's actually yeah. better that she's on the Pente or wherever. That might be safer, a safer place for her. No, right? no, but she, she, said that the, she, she was accepted at the Academy. Uh, well, I, I know, but... I don't want to be thinking about it, like like canon. in the big oh. battle, because otherwise, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't Riker and Troy be like, "We got to save our daughter," you know? Like you don't you don't want to have that that pull push. I kind of like know? Nepenthe better. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's yeah, better away from all this stuff. Yeah, but gentlemen, gentlemen, unfortunately, I'm like Kirk in the Nexus. 
I must now go prepare breakfast and, <laughs> you know, with some dill and some eggs and, and, and hopefully Antonia is here somewhere. I will, I will see if I can okay, find okay. Okay. Oh, This has been wonderful. Before, before you go, Daniel, before you go, um, mm-hmm. any last words you want to share with everybody listening and everybody who will sure. be watching this podcast on not only the entire season obviously you know our plan as we discussed before we'll have a recap on the entire season we'll probably give ourselves a break just to be able to catch up with all the episodes and everything like that but um, your whole take on and, uh, not only for this but the entire season as well well first it's been a pleasure to be here with you guys talking about this show this has been a fantastic Star Trek, a fantastic season. Uh, to the audience, I would say, you know, watch all the episodes, watch them again. There's a lot to pick up on a rewatch, a lot that you miss. It is truly well-designed. Things are set up. There's payoffs. You you won't regret it. Um, and I think just try to think about, as you're watching, think about why this moves you. Think about what's so powerful about it and let it enrich you and and grow you as a person and of course watch stars on mars on fox june 5th <laughs> at 8 p.m thank, thank you, you daniel all. enjoy your breakfast we hate to see you go but i know you've got you know you've got another brain to feed in the stomach right there so enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the weekend go out and have fun and uh, hopefully uh, you get that you'll get that work done Thank Take you care. for joining Thank us. Thank you, Daniel. Take care. Long and prosper. Long All right. Hate to see Daniel go, but again, the show must go on. Um, he's he's he is joining another type of collective. But anyway, uh, <laughs> were there, were there, what what has been probably I guess uh, we can talk about if you here. I don't know if you guys hear helicopters around my area, but uh, the window open. There's probably helicopters around my area. Um, what do you, what do you think about the use of humor in this episode? Like it's the perfect, perfect amount of humor, perfect amount of Star perfect. Trek humor. You know, I would love I would love to hear the end of Data's joke, Data's joke. Oh, you don't know the oh, you want to hear him? No, say the end I want to joke. hear the end of that. Oh yes, but I want to hear Data's. <laughs> I, I mean, Data saying that saying. There was a lady from Venus <laughs> whose body was shaped as a. <laughs> and they're like, Tina! Tina! <laughs> you know, we, t- we talked about it earlier. I just love that there's that sense of family um, amongst the crew and, and the, the chemistry of of how the use of humor was as written in whether and i'm curious as to whether or not some of it was improvised i don't think there's anything yet that's been addressed as far as improvised or joe you may know i haven't had the time to go any research or google anything um mm-hmm. well maybe not improvised but not initially part of the script like that that scene that was incredibly funny um where data is in a therapy session with oh, uh, oh yes <laughs> <laughs> you know it wasn't improvised but it, it was his it wasn't terry metallis's idea you know it, it was brent mm-hmm. spiner's idea that what if yeah. you know now he's experiencing his emotions and what if he just like eats up a therapy session with troy and he he not <laughs> i have i do therapy i do it once a week right and he's doing it every day and every time he goes over 
that hour to maybe two hours. And and Troy is already thinking about. He's like pitching this idea. Troy's about thinking about vacations. Vacations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vacations. Oh my god, oh, that was hilarious. That- Oh, yeah, I, I was rewatching the episode a couple of <laughs> nights ago, and, and that that particular moment uh, reminds me of uh, there is something about Mary, yeah, the, the therapy session when yeah. the guy runs into a, a McDonald's or whatever, and <laughs> the, the therapist is eating a, a hamburger, and yeah. the Brent, Brent uh, Stiller character is talking about blah 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 blah, and it's like yeah, okay. Yeah, I, and I, you know, I, I think I think you know Troy doing that and and seeing this human part of or this you know citizen, but you know seeing this like humanity of her, like I this is still a job, and I still have, yeah you know that's why we have one hour sessions once a week, not every day for two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> so funny. Then, oh, so. Funny, and then he funny, goes yeah. on, and she still sits down, like okay, yeah, I got like, it. Oh, God. God. <laughs> and, then, and then Riker comes in. Is he still? Mm? <laughs> Is he still? What do you think? Is still a god? Something bad, bad. Yeah, he's still passionate. Yeah, that was that was that was super funny. That was that was super funny. And of course, I mean, there there is a lot of humor when Worf said, "Yeah." Swords are more fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he has a freaking weapon in the hilt of his thing, and he's like, I don't yeah. use this. You have a person the whole time on the hilt? Well, yeah. Riker, 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 Riker just trying to lift up his... He's like, I didn't wow. know what this thing. He's like, it was, it was this heavy? <laughs> like something, yeah. some, some line like that. Like, oh, that's so yeah, good. Just the, the little... Goal, I mean, just the little nuances to a- enjoy those little details and those little moments from the from you know, uh, between the cast. Yeah, Star Trek it, has a wonderful history of the perfect use of um, comic relief. And yes, mean, the, timing, good example, the timing is perfect. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, a good example is, is the cook. Yeah. They're in the middle of some crazy thing they have to do. There, and yes. the cook give, delivering those lines about the deli and stuff, it's just enough to kind of like take you out of that, like this horrifying situation, make you laugh a right. little bit, and then give yeah. them a nice payoff. And then go back, one and then go back yeah. into business. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like on the, on the previous episode when they are uh, on the, on the shuttle and the, and they just said, I hope we die, we die quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a data line, wow. too. That's yeah, good. but that 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 uh, I mean that kind of shokes uh, release the tension. That, that they are yeah. all there to release the tension because yep. we are in the in this really bleak bleak moment, and uh, we need a comic relief to, to to release some tension. But also when when. Data is is flying the, the the D inside the queue. He's smiling. He's, he's, super, <laughs> he's smiling and oh, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, he, like he's he, playing he, a video he, game. He does he does this this cool movement with, with his hand, like it's like it's almost like point. That I mean, was, uh, pressing the, the 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 buttons with with uh, like 
I don't know, yeah, like he's that, driving that, that car with the, with one hand, you know, it, it was you know, super there, fun. In the original, I mean, not the original, the T, in TNG, when he would go in there and type quickly, remember that episode where he has to break the, um, the code, um, what, what episode is that, where he, he basically becomes the voice of Picard to kind of break the code so he can get into the computer. Oh, that was brother, I know, when, when the, he's taken over by, by uh, this uh, Dr. Soon command yes, to go command back to, to the planet. Yeah, 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 that's, to, yeah. And yes. he's like typing really fast all of those every time he does that as a kid i remember just like wow he really is a machine that well, is like faster than any so when he started to do that i was like oh yes so he's gonna yes well, right the, he, he he did the same thing on, on first contact when he's yeah. uh locking yes. the main computer yeah yeah locking it down oh yeah that's all that's another great scene yeah he locks it down super fast in the board that's why i'm the historian <laughs> <laughs> That's why you are the historian. I remember, yeah, that same excitement. The same, yep. you know, Brent Spiner yeah. can just go like this, and I'll go, yes, he's gonna do something awesome. I mean, I mean, uh, it's just, it's just, a, just those callbacks that like uh, just gets us all like riled up and yeah. nostalgic and everything like that. Yeah. And not to break the light spirit in this for a second, but I think, um, you know, I read this somewhere. In, in going back with the connection of 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 Troy having her mm-hmm. hero moment, you know, finding the yeah. ship, she's like, I know when. Uh, uh, where they are Worf, Worf and, and Riker go in deeper into the Borg cube and they go into another layer where they can no longer be detected right I think yeah. about that going earlier into our, our, our discussion about you know Love Conquers All the connection that that she's mm. had with Riker you know Imzadi uh, Riker calling her Imzadi you know my dear my beloved yeah um, the, that that bond you see that and, and that's that you even saw that connection Right before Riker had gone on the away mission, right before he went on the turbo yeah. lift, they exchanged a look with each other right before they left. And, yeah. and that was kind of like, okay, yeah. what's, you know, maybe it's yeah. a nice look to say, okay, this might be the last time I'm seeing you. But mm-hmm. her having that moment with him in, in, in knowing yeah. and, and finding finding the ship and finding uh, not finding the ship finding where they're at the crew. was yeah was well, just amazing how how that just yeah. speaks to volumes about the connection between those two characters Riker and yeah. Troy and, yeah and also you have to, I mean I was thinking about this when we were talking Troy's power was put in use on the on I mean on the ex, I mean, on the good use, yes. on, this, on the yes. mo- on the most needed moment. Yes. Remember on Nemesis yeah. when they use yeah. her connection to, with the, the Viceroy. Yeah, to find. They use the, that yeah. to find yeah. the scimitar. scimitar and yeah. now she used that power to find the crew. That yeah. was awesome. And that was just like in the that was like in the uh, the previous episode, I believe. What was it? Surrender. Um, I think it was episode eight, Surrender, where, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of did the same thing uh, with, uh, um, whatchamacallit, oh no, was that, was that, the, oh no, I'm sorry, that was Jack, I take that back, that was yeah. Jack that did that, my bad. That was Jack. But, but it was, <laughs> but it was still, a, it was still a nod to that, to that ability to use the telepathic yeah. abilities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, for to be able to control that part of the ship, and I think that was beautifully. You know, you give credit to you mentioned it earlier, Sergio. I think the the way mm-hmm. that she was able to pilot the ship 
I think Jay. I'm sorry. Oh, my, yeah. my, again, my memory is just like fading. But Jay, you mentioned. I think you mentioned it too. You know, her, her uh, ability to just fly the ship again in, in the way that she did. Yeah. In that. I, I, I never appreciated that joke with her. Like you know, oh, you give a woman. It's just so sexist. You know, like you give a woman. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Well, well, the ship. It's a it's a it's a nineties joke. Oh, so. totally nineties joke that just keeps wanting to live on because of some of the toxic fandom yeah. that's out there. But um, oh, honestly, now it's dead. Now yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For real. Now it's totally dead. But even then, you know what? Yeah. She followed the procedures in the the manual because that whole oh, landing yeah. it there, that's what's supposed to happen. So she followed procedures. You know, don't yeah. give her shit for yeah, that. And apart, you know? and and apart from she, that, no one died. If, if, no one died. Yes. Yeah, so. Yes. And, and apart from that, she flew that crash scene perfectly. Yeah. She was yeah. fine in, in Generations. Uh, she was yeah she was in generations I mean, she did the best she, she did the best she could she followed procedure like yeah. like you just said yeah. um and did you guys speaking of speaking of the damage that was done to the um to the ship did you guys recognize all the scorch marks all the remaining yes. damage that yes. was they were all see. there yeah that was really cool to see because one of the problems I have, yeah. i've always had with star trek is that because of the episodic thing every episode you know they could have been a whole battle and like and it's brand new. The, again, ship, the next episode, the ship is perfect. <laughs> you know, com- compared to other like uh, uh, franchises like Battlestar Galactica and um, and the Expanse, you've got like battle damage and things. So it was really cool to see that. Just like you know, yeah. it's not terrible, but you know that these aren't the original parts of the Star Drive. You know, it's got a oh, different yeah. NCC registry on one of the nacelles. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good catch. Yeah. 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 The, using the Syracuse yeah. and whatnot. Um, yeah. But anything, anything else that we needed to address as far as far as the characters and their arcs, you know what? I, I know we didn't mention this much, and we we need to, especially with we, we kind of uh, mentioned a little bit, especially in the hero moments, you know, the whole aspect between seven and we we, we basically let, let's let, let's just address that whole part of this last generation, um, if we can for the last few minutes. Basically, mm-hmm. the great handoff to the new generation. Um, yeah, but uh, I would I would like to, to to mention something before that. Okay, go ahead, Sergio. Uh, the, the the moment with uh, where the the assimilated crew find their their way back uh, mm. to, uh, into the bridge, mm. and the doors open, and they are all. Pointing, yes. pointing uh, yeah. faces to each other, and then they are, let's call it, deassimilated. And Sydney realized what what she was about to do, and tears were flowing, and she hugged Seven. Yes, great actress. That moment oh was goodness. amazing. Yeah. There was no dialogue, but the the exchange between these two actresses was. Amazing, yes, because they, they you, see, you see that established too. friendship from them in in, in that previous yeah. episode. You know, yeah, Com- she called him. Yeah. she called her commander. Seven. Commander Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Ashley beautiful yes. is just wonderful. Uh, she, Ashley, yeah, they, yeah, Ashley, yeah, they got to do this show. She's yeah, she's such a great actress, talented, yeah, and just freaking wonderful. So, yeah, and by by the end, I love that. They promote almost everybody. Yes, 
Oh yeah, yeah everybody I mean, became um, a lieutenant, she's, right? She, I mean, I, Sydney LaForge is a lieutenant. Uh, Mira right. is a lieutenant. I think I think I think it's not a, it's not a lieutenant. Oh, Esmar didn't get she, promoted. She's 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 still an ensign. Yes, she she's she almost got, one got killed. At least she needs to be promoted to lieutenant. <laughs> well, but she was in charge of the takeover, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're like we're gonna, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah you're right. not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jin Maley. Sorry, <laughs> you're great too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they made they made Rafi a full commander now, and the sevens number one. We've got. And uh, yeah, we've got. We have Jack, Jack, Jack Crusher on a on a crash curse. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, a, on a yes, and he's now an ensign. So he, yeah, he's starting the the. I mean, he's. Of course, car- carrying the torch of, of Picard and, and Beverly, but he's still Shaq Crusher. That's cool. He's, he's not Shaq some... Picard. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And Terry Matalas confirmed this on 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 Twitter. He just confirmed. So, um, yeah, he's still Jack Crusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still Shaq Crusher? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, really he's cool. Still Jack Crusher. Yeah. Yeah. Because names names, names means everything. Yeah. I, I love I, I'm thankful to how they closed out the arc for Rafi and mm. Worf being able to, you know, put her commendations out there because to redeem you know, her yes, to redeem her, her status. So just. That's one mm-hmm. of the things I had an issue with with Rafi in the previous two seasons is so she had because of her what because of her um her struggles with you know, substance abuse and mm-hmm. and the hurt that she's experienced in her marriage and stuff like that. She was not great at relationships. And what they mm-hmm. did here was put a loving and it's funny because it's it's wharf. It's wharf a freaking Klingon. They put a yeah. loving, supportive friend in the picture, which is what every like addict or someone who's struggling with substance abuse needs friendship and support. And they put them together and we were able to see what I wanted for the longest time that Rafi's not just, you know, the, the druggie and the terrible mom. They messed up character. They messed up character and they, they, they Mm -hmm. they redeemed her. And I loved it so much. And I, because because she is such a good character. I love Rafi. And, um, it was was just wonderful payoff for me. And, the start of this possible legacy where it's going to be she's got so much more stories to tell yeah oh yeah. i i've yeah. loved watching the videos that they've been sharing online of her appearing in in front of the entire cast and crew oh, uh, oh yeah just making yeah. Just, just basically giving her, her speeches in front of everybody just lovely you can see it all all over on you can see it on social media through some of the various uh trek websites um but um, I know we've got uh, a little bit more time here, but and we're, let's try to close mm-hmm. up some uh, ra- some uh, further points. You know, um, obviously we're gonna, we got to talk a little bit about the the Titan being rechristened about the G. Um, but I want to mm-hmm. talk about also that one shot, uh, just a lovely, lovely tribute shot of looking through the looking through at the view screen coming from the perspective of the enterprise d looking at the cast of the of the titan you've uh, you have uh, seven michelle um 
uh, 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 LaForge and mm-hmm. Lieutenant Mira, I think, on the other side mm-hmm. of the via screen mm-hmm. on the Titan. And just that look itself, like you're basically passing the torch to the next yeah. generation who will probably it's, carry yeah. this on. It's a good callback to, again, we've been talking about the undiscovered country a lot, but it is a good callback because oh, yeah. at the end there too, they're also looking at the view screen to the Excelsior and, uh, yes. and the crew there and they're thanking each other and they're just happy that they're together. It gave the same kind of vibes. Yeah. I felt really good yeah. about that. Yeah. And I, I love that Ed, Ed Spilliers as a Shaq Crusher, when he enters the bridge, he pulls a kirk. <laughs> yeah. He pulls that's, a kirk. That's... He he brings that oh, old great. all that braggadocio uh, kind it of. Was a I mean, little uh, kirky. I liked it. it yeah, was it was. It was yeah. He, he pulled was, a kirk. He yeah, <laughs> he pulled a kirk. Yeah, it was yeah. super funny. His gestures and and, 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 and and you over over here seven saying out out. <laughs> 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 that belief that playfulness vibe from him it was just it's just so yeah. fun to watch you know i again yeah. it's the almost the han solo type vibes um from yeah, no. a little a little bit of it um so let's talk about the christening the chris rechristening of the titan to become can legit. i just say that i was pleasantly happy to realize that all we've been watching this whole season was the was the was the ship name we love the enterprise yes yes <laughs> so good so good yes we i mean we 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 had all the clues there the yeah. whole season that this Neo ship constitution is gonna constitution back to the constitution yes that is so great yes absolutely yeah. and the reason and why the saucer remember, section that main hole was designed that way yes. for that reason yeah and remember that before the the premiere of this season uh, all, all the guys involved in the in the in the show saying, "Okay, you're gonna have more than one enterprise." I don't know if you remember that. Hmm. So they they right because we were thinking about that, the F. That, yeah, they fulfilled yeah. that promise. Yeah, they we were thinking about the promise. F for a second there. And yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We were. Yeah. Oh, they, um, well, yes, they did say that. Yeah, I was just maybe the E will be there too, or like the E is yes. still around. Yeah. I yeah. want to know what happened to the E. <laughs> I want to know why why there is no love for the E. Okay. Why? Yeah, I want if, to know that. If Cherry is either listening or watching to this, you know, you've closed up so many arcs and so many things. Why can't we get closure on the E? And yes, then, and then we need left, that. <laughs> and then he left the, he left it open for another person to tell that story. Yeah, um, maybe maybe in a book or a, or a comic. But something. We we need to know. I personally need to know what happened to the E because I love the E. I would like yeah. to see. I would like to see it visually. I, I need to see that done visually. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, besides besides a book and a, or a comic book, um, I, I just need to see that there. But I think you know, just just that whole non going back to the TOS era and having that design and using the Shangri yeah. Law was perfect in the way to do it. Um, yes, because it kind of it had that design where it was like we it's a new it's a newer design, 
But mm-hmm. let's give a little hint of what it could possibly look like with the Constitution class saucer section and use that shape and yeah. that design. And I think that that's a, that's, a tes- yeah. that's a testament. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a testament to yeah. uh, uh, Drexler. That's uh, uh, to um, John Eves. John Eves. John Eves. All the guys involved in, the, in, in, in ship's development. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. But and, and it's it, it, it it's perfectly logic that they decided to re-christen the Titan because the Titan was the most advanced ship on the fleet at that yeah. point. Yeah. And, so and, it's logical that. And it went back to the whole idea and premise of having a starship was to explore because this was yes. this this class of ship is designed to explore. It's not used for to battle. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not a gal- mm-hmm. It's not a cruiser. John it's not a galaxy that. class. He's like it's we can't just go to battle. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, we so, can't just go to battle. Yeah. Let's explore a ship. Yes. Sweet. Oh, that yes. was a hint. Total hint. Yeah. So we are we are almost uh, on hour and forty five minutes. Let's yeah. talk about for a second about the post credits. Let's call it post credit or mid credit scene. Mid credit scene. Yeah. Post credit. Oh my god. I mean, I love that. I screamed. I love. Uh, yes, I was. Yes. Because it was for me, it was a downer to see you, quote unquote, dying. It was. It was. It doesn't make sense for me, uh, like a being so powerful. God, he's basically a god, right? Yeah, he's basically he's basically a god. So it doesn't make sense to 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 him to die. But he said that it's for him. Time is not linear. It's not linear, and call back, you know, call back to the prophets. The next gen, yeah, the next generation call. should have known that they shouldn't be thinking yes. this linearly, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But for a second, I thought that Shaq is gonna be like, "Nah, I'm not gonna deal with you." My dad did that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. did it with a humorous with line. Them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for a second, but. No, I know. Yeah, I know. For me, it works yeah. perfectly. I mean, that that the the, the setup for Star Trek Legacy, Paramount, please do that. Uh, the setup for Legacy makes sense more now that we have Q back. Yes, and Metalis uh, 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 was talking about it in the in the latest um, uh, Ready Room about like how mm-hmm. you know TNG started with Q. It's got to mm-hmm. end with yes. Q. And you know, it was and passing a trial. the torch with you. Continuing a new trial. The trial. Yeah. yeah. A new trial. A new trial. It. Yeah, absolutely. I, loved, I, absolutely, I absolutely loved his costume. A nod to his oh. costume. It was yes. uh, It was updated for the modern era, you know, for these times. It looked like mm-hmm. a whole glamorous royal cloak. And and he's doing it out without that funny, yeah. funny headpiece that he wore. Um, I always had a thing about that. I'm like, that just looks a little too funny. So him in yeah. his natural state without the headdress, oh, that costume was just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It was I really, perfect. It was perfect. I really hope that they do Star Trek Legacy so we can carry on the stories of, of Seven, yeah. of uh, Sydney and Alondra LaForge, Jack Crusher, the cook. <laughs> I want to know more about the cook. We need to know. I want to know more about the cook. He's got to be a regular yes. character. There's going to be some drama yeah, but, on that bridge, you guys. There's going to be some drama. We got LaCrush and we got, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Oh we yeah, Rafi and Seven. Rafi and Seven. How that's Whoa. gonna play? There you go. Yeah, um, something to explore. Yep. You know, but so, I mean, be, be, I mean, leaving aside the character, the characters, the the whole cast. I mean, this new cast deserves their own series because they are so freaking good. Yes, we we have to acknowledge, um, you know, Jin Malley, Lieutenant Asmar, uh, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot his name already. Uh, Joseph Lee. Uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Mor- Lieutenant Mira. Joseph Lee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joseph Lee. Um, mm-hmm. who, who else am I? Ashley. Ashley. Ashley Sharp Chestnut. Ashley Sharp Chestnut. Uh, yeah. as I mentioned. Um, and obviously. Uh, and Amy you know, Earhart. Amy Earhart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amy Earhart. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Who am I missing? Um, uh, the, the actress uh, playing Dr. Oak. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, That's right. She was on the bridge, too, supporting yes. that. Yeah. Comms. Yes, she was comms. Te- yeah. uh, Tiffany Shepis uh, yes. as, as yes. Dr. Oak. I had to do a quick Google search. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, we want to give so it a huge. Why don't we? When don't we? Why don't we close this? Talking about that last scene, the poker scene. <laughs> I mean, come on. I know when, we talked. I know we talked about it earlier because it was like a. It was. Yeah, but I mean, that was the whole thing about <laughs> that. That you know, you we wanted to see this family in its most natural shot. You had everybody. It was. You had everybody introducing themselves as as you know their characters, so they were still playing it. And then after that scene where they had to cut, where they had to cut to that overview scene, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jay, you mentioned this, forty five additional minutes of just a continuous shot of just them rolling in their natural state. Um, Sergio, go ahead. Yeah, I mean. F- I, 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 I said this earlier. Um, this is my family. I'm more like Will Wheaton on this. This is my family. And they are all my my uncles and aunts and cousins. Yeah. Uh, I love these guys. I, I really do. I, I, I said this earlier. I was lucky enough to, to say this in person to, to Patrick Stewart. And I, I have the picture with him. Oh, so Lucky. cool! Lucky, yeah. Lucky. We we cool. we, we talk. Uh, uh, that I I ran into him on the street and. Uh, That's crazy. And we talk for twenty minutes. Oh I wow! Mean, the, this super busy guy, and this was in the middle of shooting season three. This guy uh, gifted me with twenty minutes of his time. Um, wow! We talk about uh, we talk about many things but mostly we talk about family and we yeah. we both have a similar story so yeah I, I i don't want to go into details because we yeah, don't yeah. have time but yeah uh, but uh being uh, being lucky enough to to meet this guy and to say what he he means to me uh it was it was truly a gift and i i was <clears throat> sorry I was lucky enough to to do the same with uh, Jonathan Frakes. You you were there, Ron, uh, on, on in, in Vegas last year. Uh, but that's that's, I mean, 
that's what I, uh, I feel about these guys. They're, they are my, my family. I'm not tired to say this. I, they are my family. And seeing all of them together uh, and having yeah. that moment of fun and, and shenanigans or whatever, uh, the second that uh, Picard pulls the ace of spades, <laughs> oh my god for that moment I was like I lost it it was like tears a river of tears coming from my eyes because I I, I knew it, uh, that they, they, they're going to have this all the good things moment with, which for me is the best end of a series ever that is Period. probably I think uh, I think one of the best ways you know i I don't i don't watch a a lot of other tv shows except when it caters to my fandom unfortunately but in in terms of how the series could end i think that's probably one of the best endings to an entire series is is that moment and and it relives and calls back to you know him wanting to play uh, poker with the crew again yes and 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 to to end my point uh this was the end that this cast deserved. Yeah, not raising that, a glass to a dead. Not raising a glass and Picard going back to his ready room yeah. with the with, with the fanfare. Yeah. Yes. Speaking with before what yeah. what the yeah. F. Uh, so, but this this was the I mean yes, such my God. Thank you for Picard. Yeah. <laughs> because of, because I, I I didn't want to remember my family Sad as like that. They were, as, the, as they were on on Nemesis. Yeah. So this this is the if I die tomorrow, I right. could die happy. Yeah. Because yeah. of this. Yes. So so thank yeah. you again to Terry Matalas and all the cast and crew because this was a, a perfect gift for, for all the fans. Thank for the line that um that Picard delivers in oh. all, all good all good things first, right? where he's yeah. now finally sitting down to play. He said, I should have done this a long time ago. Right. And right yeah. over here, you know, many, many years later, you could tell, you know, you could tell, like, they pick off right where they left off. They've been doing this, you know, and it's not, there's no regrets, right? Yes. And, and at the end of All Good Things, there is a regret from him. He's like, dang, I should have kept doing this a long time ago. And here, like, the chemistry is all there. They're all friends. They're all the family that they are and that just uh, yes. to end it there and to just let that thing spin for a couple minutes um for me was totally worth it like yeah and the, and, the, and the line the last line he says that yeah. is, I, I always knew that the star were in my favor, favor. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful amazing so beautiful. yes beautiful yes absolutely beautiful well, we gotta we gotta end it there. We gotta end on that good note. Um, we are almost coming up to <laughs> the longest podcast. <laughs> I can only imagine how much, you know. I I can only imagine if we had more people. I, I apologize to your editor, but you know this 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 end deserves this 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 time because I know we we there's it it's 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 been I, I guess the, the the best way I could put it. It's been cathartic for us to mm-hmm. have it yeah. go out oh, on, yeah. this, on this note. Oh, yeah. It's it's attracted all yeah. our emotions and, and really gotten to the, the heart and soul of, of Star Trek. But obviously, gentlemen, um, we, we got to live out our day. 
and 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 I really would like to thank all three of you. I know Daniel's out, but um, Sergio, Jay, and, and Daniel, I want to thank you guys for writing with me through these last three episodes of Star Trek Picard and doing participating in this podcast. And right now, as I said at the top, you guys are a family. And, and I'm thankful to share Die wise, brother. This, moment Die wise. You, this moment with you guys and, and fanboy with these with these moments. Um, and I really want to, and I just want to put it out there, you know, I've tried really hard. I want to put this out there officially on, the, on this podcast that I've tried really hard to try and in, to involve different voices into this podcast. And I want to let people know that, you know, there are voices that there are voices that I've reached out to, to be able to participate in this podcast. Um, it's, it's just been an, an unfortunate thing that, you know, with, with everybody's scheduling, with the timing of everything that it just comes in conflict with everybody else. But I wanted to involve other people into this uh, so that they could be heard. Um, and and just mention that because that's this is that love of that fandom this is a love of star trek uh this is the message behind star trek to embrace the diverse voices and diverse community that we have um so with that love conquers all um yes in this episode mm-hmm. and i will see you yes, guys absolutely. i will see you guys next time on another yes. episode to our, our audience i'm going to say thank you all for-, for listening for listening yeah. yes and thank you you run to first of all to invite us for inviting us here for give us the opportunity to geek out and it has been a pleasure brother yeah. really and you're family you're all different in family yeah you, you literally changed my life because honestly i've not been able to talk to anyone like in the depth that we've been able to talk together and it's been very cathartic so thanks, Ron, for bringing yeah. us together. Awesome! <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure to meet and, and to talk all Trek with you, with you guys. And there'll be definitely, definitely more to come. Um, so oh, we're yeah. signing off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, staying, in, and watching with us. If you stay till the end, oh, 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 there's our family. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So thank you guys and we will uh, we will have this discussion another time so yeah. si- uh, signing off live long and prosper again I have to hold my fingers because they can't, yeah. I can't do it live long and prosper please follow us on twitter at temple of geek follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash temple of geek and remember to visit templeofgeek.com your one stop for all things geek goodbye this will conclude our transmission